0: Genesis chapter 49, and it's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible because there are things said here that look so simple and are so profound when they are applied. As a patriarch looked past a dusty floor and a and a tent flap waving in the breeze over 12 assembled boys who were sadly human. And he spoke words that would echo for millennia down to 2016. And it's worth reading and praying about this. I want to look at verse 8, Genesis chapter 49. In verse 8, it says this, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down, he couched as a lion, as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. He dealt with Reuben, he dealt with Simeon, Levi, Zebulun, Issachar, naphtali all of the brethren but when he got to judah he says he makes a statement that i want to try to grab a hold of and pull out for us tonight he said judah is a lion's whelp and by the help of god i want to preach there's been snippets of this in my preaching in the last year i feel strongly that god wants me to preach this in this generation and I want to preach to you tonight about what happens when praise grows up. Why don't you lift your hands? Why don't you just love the Lord with me right now? We love you, Jesus. We thank you for what we feel in this house. We need your help, great God. We need your strength tonight. Speak a word. Speak a living word into our hearts. And help us strengthen your people. Save your people. Redeem your people. And let your anointing rest upon us. A fresh anointing tonight. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. When praise grows up. Sometimes a topic is so big you feel inadequate because there are things being conveyed that are so strong and so powerful you don't feel up to the task of articulating it. You don't always choose the right words and sometimes your brain just kind of, it kind of fuzzes out because it's, I feel like sometimes that there's a fire hose aimed at me and I have a teacup trying to catch it. Because God God wants his church to be an overcoming church. Amen, we were not designed to, to sit in the background. We were not designed to be second class citizens that bowed our head and were secretly ashamed of who we are and and we weren't designed to lose our young people to the seduction of the world and we weren't designed to get to get absorbed by a a sensual Hollywood atmosphere but we were designed to overcome The church is going to be the head. It's not going to be the tail. It's going to be the strength of Almighty God. And it's going to have dominion and power in the world. Amen. And so we find this little portion of Scripture. There is a sequential kind of a dynamic that happens in the spirit world. Um, We see it. When Joel prophesies in Joel chapter 2, he says that in the last days that God would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And he told us that our sons and our daughters would prophesy and our young men would see visions, our old men would dream dreams. And he, he foretold the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And before he said that would happen, he said that God would restore the years that the locust has eaten. Aren't you glad that God gives you back what was devoured? So the alcoholic can come and God can restore lost years. Amen. The divorcee can come in and God can restore lost years. And the addict can come in and God can restore valuable time that you lost. God can restore it. He's a restorative God. And when the devourer comes to destroy you and your family, there's a Holy Ghost that can give it back and can put it back in place. Amen. The answer's not another pill. The answer is the Holy Ghost. The answer is not to lower standards. The answer is the Holy Ghost, because God wants to restore. And so he says something interesting. He says that it would, he would restore the years that the canker worm and the Palmer worm and the caterpillar had eaten, and I always assumed that those were three different kinds of devourers, and I assumed that. But I had a friend come to me one time and said, you know, that's actually not, that's not three different kinds of devourers, it's actually three different stages of devouring, so that before it's a locust, it starts out in larvae form. And then it grows. It matures. Its ravenous appetite is enough to strip Egypt of every green thing when it's finished. Sin will do that. You may think it's just online pornography, but that's just the larval stage that thing that thing will grow that thing will gain mass that thing will devour the greenness of your innocence and the greenness of your peace and the life and the verdancy of of the good things God has planted in your life and when it's finished marriages are devoured and children are devoured and fathers are hopelessly bound and families are left vulnerable because a devourer got loose in a home and so it is a sequential maturation. It grows. Sin is not something for us to allow to get started in our lives and no, you can't handle it. Nobody can handle sin. You gotta, you gotta step on that bug the first time it shows up and say, I'm not gonna be bound by you. I'm not gonna give a foothold to the devil. I'm, I'm not ignorant of his devices and you might've got them, but you're not gonna get me. Not in my house, not in my church, not in my family. Because I understand... That sin matures. In that same way, this is what Israel is saying. He is saying that Judah is a lion's whelp. Literally, it's a cub. He was saying, "You are in your infancy. You are in your, your beginning stage." Oh, hallelujah. I don't have to tell this assembly tonight that Judah means praise. Um, Thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise, and, and you are Judah, amen. And there's been a lot of messages preached about Judah and praise, amen. And I will say this, let me just say it at the outset, that there's power in our praise. Amen. Last night, Brother Tuttle preached and the Holy Ghost moved and you could hear the roar of the people as they praised and worshiped God. If you're here and you're heavy, it's time to sing psalms and it's time to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You don't need to go down with your head hanging low and your lip dragging the ground. You are a son of God and a daughter of the Most High God. So clap those hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. And let your praise ring. Let your thanksgiving ring. Let your voice be lifted up because there's power On a Sunday night at camp meeting We can unleash our praise Amen And following that line of thought The Bible says that when Joshua looked around Said who's going to lead us Who's going to go up It's not going to be Reuben It's not going to be Naphtali Judah shall go up I'm sure you've heard it That your praise precedes you Amen. When you're going into a difficulty, let your praise precede you. Amen. When you're looking at an impossibility, it's not time to speak negative things. Stop praising the devil. Stop magnifying Goliath. You can look at the problem and say the problem is 10 feet tall and the problem has armor. They knew how much the armor weighed, how much the spears Head weighed. They knew how much the shield weighed. They knew how big the sword was. They had him so analyzed that they had magnified him to where he could back an entire nation up into a corner. And that's what happens when you begin to give voice to the wrong thing. Stop praising the problem and analyzing the problem and start praising God. You don't know how big he is. No, but I know how big God is. You don't know. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name. Together, I wish somebody in Little Rock would give God a little praise tonight. And would help me harness. Help me start something. Help me birth something in the Holy Ghost. Are you going through a trouble? Praise God. Are you going through a financial problem? Praise God. Are you having marital troubles? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Are you having trouble on the job? Praise God. Is your boss giving you a hard time? Praise God. And don't wait for somebody else to do it. Praise ye the Lord. You. Praise God in this sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Mighty acts. According to his excellent greatness. Praise him. Because Judah shall go up. Amen. Judah shall go up. Judah will put to flight the Philistines. Judah will put to flight the Ammonite, the Moabite. Judah will gain ground. Judah's praise. That kind of a dynamic, what he is saying is as great as it is, it's still in its infancy. Because I'm going to tell you, there are ingredients that have to be in praise. This is not just music. We don't just have contemporary worship at 11 a.m. when the young people wake up. 9 a.m. we'll have traditional church, 11 a.m. because obviously it's just some drums banging and there's a guy on a guitar and the kids like that up-tempo music. So we'll do that and we'll attract young people to our church. This is not just about up-tempo music. We're going to excite Saturday night sinners with a faster drum beat, but praise is a heartfelt thing. Praise, watch this, is a one God thing. Nobody praises him like one God people praise him. Looked at the woman and says, You know not what you worship. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Nobody praises like blood-washed, one God, Jesus' name, holiness people. It's not just music. It's worship. It's thanksgiving. It's entering His courts. It's entering His gates with thanksgiving and praise. It destroys the yoke. It lifts the heavy burden. And so Jesus told them that the greatest commandment would be hear O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God. That doesn't just mean have an emotional feeling about. Love is not a noun. Love is a verb. Somebody said, well, I don't love my wife anymore. Or I don't love my husband anymore. Why? What happened? Well, I lost that loving feeling. And they're objectifying love. Love is a thing that can be lost. But love's not a noun. Love's a verb. You don't just have love. You do love. And so I said, when was the last time you brought her flowers? When, when's the last time that you washed the dishes? (laughs) But the basket straightened all this out when he talks about submission later on. (laughs) Amen. When, when's the last time that you prepared a good meal for him? When's the last time that you didn't have love, you did love? When's the last time you you showed it, you demonstrated it, you manifested it? When you come to church, you don't fall out of love with Jesus. You come in and you love Him. With every hand clap, you're loving Him. It's an action. It's a participatory dynamic. I'm, when I dance, I'm loving Him. When I shout, I'm loving Him. You don't fall out of love with Jesus. You dry up in your worship and you dry up I wish somebody would love him right now with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul with all your strength love him love him love him love that one God put it upon the doorposts of your house bind it for a sign upon your hands let it be as frontlets between your eyes To thy children, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, love him. That's praise, that's worship. But there's another ingredient. And the second commandment is like it, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In Mark he said there's another commandment greater than these. In Matthew he said upon these two commandments do all the law and prophets hang. And inside of there is the idea, it's in immature form it's in larval form it's just a whelp it's just a seed but it's there that if you're going to love god there has to be the idea of other and james took it a step further and he said it like this he said how is it that you can love god who you have never seen but you hate your neighbor who you have seen and who is made in the similitude of god so how can you say you love him when you don't love your brother and i can take that a step further Whether or not you love God is actually revealed in how you love your brother. Made in his image, made in his likeness. Don't tell me you love God if you hate your brother. If you neglect your brother, if you have prejudice in your heart towards your brother. Uh -uh. They come together. Love him. There's only one. Love him with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and love your neighbor. Yourself. So praise is incomplete without the ingredients of worship There has to be oneness in praise. There has to be my neighbor with me in praise He didn't say magnify the Lord by myself. He said magnify the Lord with me right. Let us exalt his name Together I'm supposed to have somebody else with me. Oh, yeah. Now I hope you'll give me the the time to really convey this because I feel this in my spirit. Israel is dealing with dynamics here. He's talking about Judah and he points to the immaturity of Judah's nature. Judah's a lion's whelp. In the same way that sin matures, praise matures too. An immature praise in Judah form is not enough to bring us to where we need to be. Praise has to have oneness. Praise has to have, and, and, and let me say it this way. When I, when I talk about other, I'm talking about evangelism. I'm talking about going out and getting my brother and my sister and bringing them with me I'm talking about loving people who are apostolic no matter what they call themselves Man I feel the Holy Ghost right now if they're baptized in Jesus name filled with the Holy Ghost They've spoken with other tongues. They're living holy and separate from the world. That's my brother. That's my sister. There's a spirit of unity sweeping across the apostolic world right now. And it's, it's crossing racial lines. And it's crossing organizational lines. And it's crossing all the walls that men have put up. Because I've got to love my brother as I love myself. Amen. You can be seated. So, so Judah. Judah's narrative is overlooked a lot of times by focusing on Joseph's. J- Judah's growth. We how many how many people have Sunday school lessons about how Judah grew up? Everybody knows how Joseph grew up, and you won't find a more powerful narrative than Joseph. Joseph's one of the most powerful, the fancy word is Christocentric. That is a pointy-headed intellectual term for Jesus. It's a type. It's, a, it's an analogy. It's a metaphor. You won't find one more powerful than Joseph with maybe the exception of Moses. Amen. But Joseph is a picture of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's another message for another day. But it gets, it overshadows. It's so big. It's so powerful and we we talk about coats of many colors and we talk about betrayal by brethren. We talk about all these things, but tucked away inside the narrative of Joseph, Judah is growing. I'll say this. If there's not a revelation of other inside of praise, then, then praise becomes mercenary. Let me say it like this i think if we're going to praise god we have to make sure that we know what we're praising god about amen i i, I find it amazing i i the foreknowledge of god when god says that joseph comes typology it's jesus christ and, and the chosen son sent by the father to the unbelieving brethren it's a powerful message amen but, but if you don't fall in love with Jesus, then praise has a way of selling out the message. And we see Judah being the one who comes up with the idea, we don't need to kill him, we can profit off of him. It is not a coincidence that it's 20 pieces of silver that clinks into Judah's hand as Joseph is loaded onto a slave wagon. And it is not a coincidence that centuries later, a man by the name of Judas would sell out Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Because if you mix praise and profit, you sell out the message. I'm not saying that we don't pay musicians, but I'm just saying the purpose of music is to glorify God. Amen. I want to preach to all of our musicians and all of our talented people tonight. I, I was talking to Brother uh, Randy Williams the other day, and he told me something I didn't know. He said, you know, I, I, I come from a singing background, and how many enjoyed that singing tonight? make me a house. Make me a house of praise. Well, there was a time when there were some bright lights calling that young man and there were colleges looking at that young man and universities watching him and instructors watching him as he hit scales and he ran up and down scales and he learned the guitar. He caught the eye of the state of Colorado and they had big plans for a young man and ready to take the bright lights of the stage. The Holy Ghost checked him and said, you're not going to take the offer. You're going to turn down the lucrative opportunity you're gonna turn down the opportunity of a lifetime because I don't have making money as your primary thing I have a kingdom to build and you're gonna trade the bright lights of Colorado for the bright lights of the kingdom of God and you're not gonna build the Philharmonic Orchestra you're gonna build the temple of the most high God and you're gonna glorify God you're going to love the message and you're going to preach the gospel and you're going to praise but you're going to praise with the purpose intact because if you ever get the idea that worship is a way to make money then you'll sell out Jesus every time money is your motivation Acts 2.38 well they're, they're kind of like us and I can make so much money and creative people cast longing looks over into what looks like green pastures I'm telling you that immature praise will sell out Joseph the purpose never was profit. the purpose was glorifying God. The purpose was harnessing the worship and the praise of God's people, oh hallelujah. The purpose was bringing men and women to Jesus Christ. God knows how to pay the bills. And if you left an opportunity in the world, God has opportunity for you in the kingdom of God that will blow your mind. No man having left mother, father, sister, brother, houses and lands won't receive more in the life to come. And in this life as well, God has a plan for you, Judah. And you don't have to sell out your brother. I don't care how big the church is. I don't care how much they pay you. I don't care. Well, they just don't have holiness. Everything else is the same. There's a canker worm growing in you. It's not there yet, but there's a devouring influence being birthed in you. That will destroy and ultimately you'll sell out the truth in chains. as profit-driven praise loses the message you will sell out acts 238. it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you'll be pulled into a vortex you'll be pulled into a world of seducing spirits i'm preaching right now i hope that everybody listening on holy ghost radio if you are gifted if you are blessed Keep your talents consecrated to the apostolic message. Keep them consecrated. I would, listen to me, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. I would rather be a, somebody needs to look at Pharaoh's daughter and say, I esteem the reproach of Christ. Greater riches, greater riches, greater. I'd rather make bricks with God's people than live in a palace. And so immature praise sells out Joseph, Judas sells out Jesus. If Judah can ever learn to keep the priorities where they belong, my, music's so powerful. I didn't mean to preach about music, but I just feel the Holy Ghost right now. Music can move you. Music can drive away evil spirits. Music can cause you to have a spirit of prophecy come upon you. I don't deny it. But music is not a heavenly appointed ministry. It's not apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, and music directors. Because praise has to be harnessed. And the power to move people doesn't mean it's of God. Make sure you keep it submitted to the purpose of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you're playing in a home missions church, that's a better place than any cathedral that doesn't preach the truth. Praise God. And so Judah sells out his brother, he loses his sense of other, becomes focused on his self, and that's what immature praise will do, amen. And if you don't get that revelation that you're supposed to have other, then you're going to go to brotherhood class. Because God's interested in his purpose being fulfilled. And, and Judah, because he doesn't understand the concept of brotherhood, Judah's going to learn about brotherhood. And immature praise will give birth to things. Let me just say, if you sell out truth, you'll give birth to things later on that you didn't plan on giving birth to. There'll be things that happen in your own house. There'll be things that happen in your own children. There'll be things that happen in your marriage. You can't swim in the sewer and it not affect you. The question is, are you for sale? I got a, I got a question, Judah. Are you for sale? are you for don't you sell out this truth for anything in the world don't you sell out acts two 38? don't you sell out the oneness of god don't you sell out modesty don't you sell out the doctrine but you buy the truth buy the truth buy the truth and sell it not sell it not young lady her price is far above rubies it's far And so Judah gives birth to error. The Bible says that error was exceedingly wicked, and the Lord slew him. When you sell out truth and praise for profit, wickedness follows wickedness that will defile churches that you know if you 're talented. and and you get done singing and praising, don't go sit in the back while the preaching's going on and wait for it and then come back. Don't, (laughs) don't talk to the drummer while the preaching is going on because you think your office is above the office of a pastor. Don't ever do that. Don't ever develop a critical spirit and think that this thing wouldn't move without me. I have power. Don't ever do that because you'll give birth to wickedness. You'll give birth to perversion. You'll give listen to me, you'll give birth to homosexuality. You will give birth to fornication and adultery and it'll rip your church to pieces. It'll tear your family to pieces. You'll find out that you give birth to things you never planned on giving birth to and a horror-stricken judah watched as wickedness was birthed and he began to learn what brotherhood was all about when onan came along And the bible said that you'll raise up seed to your brother that his name die not in israel if judah doesn't have a revelation of brotherhood and sells out his brother oh hallelujah you'll find there has to be a revelation of raising up seed for the kingdom of god praise is designed to usher us into the presence of god and when it's harnessed properly it will help usher in the presence of god people will shout and worship and people will receive the gift of the holy ghost people will be born of the water and born of the spirit Oh, hallelujah. When praise is in alignment with the purpose of God's kingdom, we're supposed to raise up children. We're supposed to preach this gospel, and we're supposed to raise up children. In the New Testament, there's children that are going to be born if we'll praise our way into the presence of God. If we'll find a prayer room. If we'll worship in church. If we'll worship with the pastor. If we'll worship at the altar call. Babies will be born. The kingdom will be born. So play those drums. Oh. Loud cymbals. High sounding cymbals. Timbal and dance. shofar, far. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Let everything yourself hallelujah but Onan says not me not me I don't want the responsibility I don't have the time the selfishness that's in Judah is transferred to Onan and he wastes the opportunity to raise up children unto God I don't have time for that Bible study I don't have time to run the bus route I don't have time to go to the jail and teach and there's gonna be a day when people come to Jesus and he's gonna say depart from me when I was in jail you didn't visit me and when i was thirsty you didn't give me drink and when i was hungry you didn't feed me and when i was naked you didn't clothe me how because if you didn't do it to the least of these you didn't do it unto me i'm telling you that if you don't love your neighbor you don't love him well, I don't have time to go to that side of town, and I, I've got money to make, and I've got things to do. Listen to me, Onan. God can strike you, too, if you don't understand. Praise is all about bringing children into the kingdom of God. This is not about you. This is about God. And don't just clap, but teach the Bible study. Don't just sing. Knock on the door. Don't. think we're living in a day where god wants to kill a spirit of apostolic elitism because i got to get a revelation of my brother this isn't just evangelism but this is fellowship too amen god doesn't want people excluding other apostolic people we we don't have time to quibble over details we it's we, we have to reach the world We're bringing men to Jesus Christ. We're bringing men into the kingdom of God. I'm loving my neighbor as myself. And and I'm not going to look down on somebody because they're not like me. If they're apostolic and they're a child of God. If you exclude your brother. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I, I like the feeling that's in Little Rock Camp Meeting. Amen. I like the feeling. There's a people from a lot of different walks of life right here. But we have one thing in common. We're one God, Jesus name people. And we're not worried about who gets the credit, who doesn't get the credit. We just want to bring people into the kingdom of God and see them baptized in Jesus name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm not with anybody I want to be apostolic I want to be apostolic I want to be a son of the most high God and I... <laughs> so Joseph looks at them when they come walking in he looks at them and he says who are you we're so and so we have such and such. We're from here. We're from there. He says, prove it. Go get your brother. That, that's a mandate to evangelize right there. That, that's a mandate to, to love your apostolic brother and sister. And they said oh we can't we can't because of this that and thus and so and 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 the words are powerful joseph looks at them in typology jesus is looking at the church today and he says you will not see my face except you bring your brother with you i want to make sure i preach that right because jesus name is essential for salvation and repentance is essential for salvation and, and, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is essential for salvation. Except a man is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Holiness and separation is essential for salvation. But there's another revival that's sweeping across the world right now. And it's a revival that says, if I want to see the face of Jesus Christ, I've got to be about my father's business. It's not enough to sit on the pew. It's not enough to get goosebumps. It's not enough to hang on by your fingernails, but it's time to get about his business and go and grab my brother and say, I'm taking you with me. I'm bringing you with me. You got to go into your neighborhoods. You got to go into your unsafe family. You got to reach across the aisle to other apostolics and say, I'm bringing my brother with me. because you shall not see my face except you bring your brother with you i feel a spirit of brotherhood here right now i feel like there's an apostolic church that's had walls thrown up and this there's a spirit hallelujah there's a maturation in the holy ghost we're growing up into something powerful and something great and my praise has got to be about brotherhood i gotta link arms with my brother and say if we're gonna win our cities we gotta do it together in jesus name if we're gonna win the lost we gotta i don't need to be arguing over this and that i need to be linking brother and i'm not saying just bring in everybody willy-nilly you gotta have the doctrine but if you have the doctrine that's your brother praise God praise God I can feel the walls coming down I can feel old walls coming down hallelujah praise has to develop these things praise has to mature amen and, and, and the thing about praise is praise doesn't stay in an infancy. Praise grows. Come on. Come on. Amen. And when it grows, it grows more robust. It grows into another dimension. Uh, and, and praise doesn't stay praise. Praise eventually becomes worship. Amen. Sin grows and praise grows. Oh, hallelujah. It's the kind of a thing that you can start out with clapping your hands and and praising God. But if you stick around long enough, it's going to mature into something deeper. It's going to grow it's not gonna stay a whelp it's gonna turn into something stronger it's gonna turn into something more fierce it's gonna turn into something fearsome it's gonna turn to something that run the depression out of your life it'll run the addiction out of your life as praise morphs into worship it goes deeper it gets stronger its frame expands as praise begins to Amen. And just like it went from canker worm to palmer worm, it went from Judah to David. Judah praised, but David worshiped. Follow the lineage. Judah eventually gives birth. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. If I had more time, I'd talk about Tamar and I'd talk about Judah. I don't have the time right now. I'm just here to tell you that praise will grow if you let it grow. And I, and I believe, I believe you've heard the messages. I, I don't know all the differences between praise and worship. I can't describe them all. You've heard the preaching. I've heard the preaching. I've heard that praise is horizontal and worship is vertical. And, and, and I've heard that, uh, uh, you know, you can praise anybody. You can praise someone for a good job. You can do a good job. You can praise somebody by wearing a nice tie. You can praise somebody for being generous and, and 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 you can praise a lot of people and a lot of things and you can praise god but worship belongs to him and him alone worship is the kind of things that angels say don't do it it belongs to god worship is the kind of thing that belongs to him and him alone and You can see it if you read it david had a handle on worship as judah gives birth to david praise gives birth to worship as it begins to grow and 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 praise will deepen you'll see it in the 23rd psalm when he says the lord is my shepherd hallelujah i shall not want amen what's he doing he's talking about god He's praising. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He's praising God. He leadeth me beside still waters. He's praising God. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in. Paths of righteousness for his name's sake. he's praising he's praising he's praising God but somewhere in there something did a flip-flop and praise went a little deeper when David said yeah though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou." he stopped talking about God he started talking to God as praise deepened into worship thou art with me thy rod thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me I wish somebody would let it deepen right now in your spirit somebody offer offer up a praise and a worship to God somebody let it get down Let it get down past organization. Let it get down past political affiliation. Let it get down past how you were raised. And let it be worship. Let it deepen into something else. what's going on I'm growing I'm growing my praise is growing it's it's, it's growing into something else it's developing revelation it's developing brotherhood it's breaking down walls and if you let it grow it'll put the Philistines to flight giants will fall when you begin to grow in your praise I've been preaching a while but I I feel the Holy Ghost right now he taught because it wasn't until Judah got the revelation that he went back to Israel and said dad we got to bring Benjamin with us Israel said no 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 you can't but if you don't bring your brother with you then the provision will dry up what I mean is if you stop evangelizing and if you stop the fellowship that God intended the miracles will dry up the provision will dry up it's the kind of thing that the prophet looked at the woman and said what do you have I just got a little bit of oil and and that's all I have and he looks and says He says, go out and get empty vessels. And if you'll bring in the empty vessels, God will provide. Where's the miracles at? The miracles will be there when the empty vessels are there. The miracles will be there when I go and grab Benjamin. The provision will be there when I grab Benjamin. But if I refuse to bring Benjamin Israel, I got a message for Israel tonight. The provision will dry up. Where are the miracles? Where are the signs? Where are the healings? They happen when you bring the vessels. She poured out oil. And when she looked in, the oil was still there and she poured out oil and she looked in and it didn't waste and she poured and poured and poured. I'm telling you, if you'll bring the vessels, God will provide. God will make a way. But if you hold on, if you become inclusive, if you turn inwards, listen to me, Israel. Because the day she stopped bringing vessels is the day the oil failed. Miracles don't happen because of fast music. Miracles happen because somebody brings Benjamin with them. I'm bringing my brother and Benjamin. Today Benjamin's skin is yellow and it's brown and No, no, no. No. Can't can't for whatever reason i can't yes you can because you're not going to see his face unless you bring your brother with you listen to me he caught up a shot and i don't want to hear you praise if you can't bring your brother i don't want to hear your choir if you can't bring your brother i don't want to hear you play the piano if you can't bring your brother i don't want you on my drums if you can't bring benjamin with you I don't want to hear you preach if you can't bring your brother you feel it you feel that i feel like there's an oil breaking out in this place right now ah hallelujah I'm closing. I've gone too long. I've gone too long. But Judah has seen wickedness break out. We don't need our best creative people falling into perversion. He's seen selfishness absorb and kill. And now broken, he goes to Israel and he says, I'll give my life for the boy. The Bible says to bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. You think that's just lip service? No, that's when Judah walked up and said, I'll give myself. The sacrifice of praise is when Judah said, I'm so sorry for what I did to Joseph. I'm preaching to a church that you've discriminated against your brother. You've discriminated Against people of like precious faith. You've discriminated against people because of skin color. I'm preaching to an apostolic church that has sold Joseph out. But I believe we can reach a point to where we can be broken. And we can walk up and say, I'll give myself... I'll take the boy's place if I don't bring him back. I'll give myself I need some young men to say I'll give myself I need some young ladies to say I'll give myself I'll give myself And it's not until he gave himself that Joseph said, I can't handle it anymore. And he sent everybody out. And he said, I'm the one you sold out at the beginning. God will reveal himself if you make the sacrifice of praise. I met the Morar family last night. The two young boys, James, Joshua, are you back there? Raise your hand. Boys, come up here. Run. Birmingham boys, come on. Come. Come on. Just come right up here. Come right up here. Eat I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Guys, you will not see my face unless you bring your brother with. God is raising up. They told me these young men were telling me. I said, How does how do Indian people on the continent of India? How do they get the Holy Ghost? How do they get baptized in Jesus' name? And they said, Oh, in the early 1900s, before organizations really took off. GT Haywood A woman from GT Haywood came over and preached the gospel in our Indian villages And today people are being baptized in Jesus name and filled with the Holy Ghost and What what is that? I'm bringing my brother I'm bringing my brother Young men, God's raising up young men in cities and they're warriors for the cause of Jesus Christ And they're full of the Holy Ghost And they're taking young people and they're baptizing them one after the other What's going on? Joseph is grabbing a hold of Benjamin and saying, come on, come on, come on There's plenty, there's plenty, there's plenty Come with me, come with me, come with me of a rock. Praise has to grow up, praise has to grow up, worship has to grow up. Hallelujah! Right now, I want somebody in this building, I want you to lift your hands to heaven, I want you to open your mouth, and I want you. this is where it's at right here this is where it's at right here God's not just raising up lions whelps God's raising up mature lions full of the Holy Ghost lions that are watch out my God I feel the Holy Ghost right now Daniel saw a beast, saw a beast, John saw a beast. There's beasts facing the United States of America right now. There's a beast of abortion out there that is devouring babies at a record pace. There's a beast of perversion out there that is telling men that they're women and telling women that they're men. There's beasts of racism that are snarling and snapping. ISIS is crouching over in the Middle East, snarling and snapping, but God's got a lion. God's got a lion. God's got an apostolic church, and it's not a baby. Judah is a lion's whelp, but there's an apostolic church that's full of a. Come down here, help me pray. Come down, help me pray. I want some other young men. Come on, young ladies, come on. We're gonna fill this room. Hey, we're gonna give God a praise and a worship. We're gonna shout unto God right now. Hey, There's a church and it's on the rise. There's a Holy Ghost, and it's on the rise. Me pray, man. Some of these young brothers help me pray. I'm grabbing a hold of Benjamin. I'm grabbing a hold of Benjamin. My praise is bringing my brother. My praise is bringing the doctrine. My praise is bringing my purpose. My praise is growing up. Love him. Give yourself in your local church. Give yourself to the things of God. all over this building.